Hey, this is Dan Harmon from The Real Community. You're listening to Shut Up Leonard. Was that was that crass? Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Uh, what did we watch today? Uh, we watched the sixth episode of the fifth season. Getting a lot of hang time today. Entitled Analysis of Cork-Based Networking. Yes, sir. This was written by Monica Padrick. I just realized that bulletin boards are made of cork, and that's why that's the title. Yep. It took me till right now to to understand that title. You just pulled a oh, that's why they called them Starburns. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Before we dive in, thanks to Alex Machina of Slackery dot com. Yeah, he did our theme song, and it's excellent. Indeed. Um. Overview. Yeah. Overview. Yep. So I meant to ask you. <laughs> whatever. Uh, the the they sort of split up the group a little bit. Yes. Um, as they often do yeah uh, but this is a little bit more direct because annie splits everyone up directly yes, she gives them tasks because we open up in the save greendale committee which for the first time we see the full save greendale committee yeah well because they added chang as a member now and it's i don't think it was it was not necessarily officially confirmed that duncan would oh, be that's in true because he um, just showed up to help with the 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 bcb what am i saying acb that's correct uh that's not is that okay well i don't know put a pin in that uh breaking bad listen so (laughs) um but it's you know in it took two people leaving the show to finally get the the last chair at the study group table filled up a little bit of irony there yeah i'm just saying it's worth noting uh (laughs) there was an empty spot next to jeff two people leave and now there's zero empty spots Uh uh-huh just saying uh so uh, Annie assigns everyone on different tasks. What what was Britta and Abed's task? A uh, census to take a census. Right, the taking the census, and uh, which Britta turns that into her own mission of trying to spoil Game of they, Thrones what, for. Uh, it wasn't Game of Thrones. They, they no, no, it was uh, Bloodlines and something. Bloodlines of something. I should have written that down. Oh, we should have, but it was it was clearly Game of Thrones. Yeah, it was a Game of Thrones. Um, it was a knockoff Game of Thrones. <laughs> they said it was a Game of Thrones, as if you, as if Game of Thrones is just a term that you casually use. <laughs> yeah, it was like a Game uh, yeah. of Thrones. A Game of Thrones. You know, you win or you die. So. Which is kind of interesting. Uh, do you want to get into this? Where I mean, we don't want to talk about season four, but in season four, they make a very clear reference to Game of Thrones. Uh, I don't remember that. Troy does, where he mentions he he acts like it's actual history. It's just a throwaway line. Okay. Where he's like, it's something like you if remember, I wanted to... You remember season four well enough to know throwaway lines, huh? I'm sorry. What kind of world are you living in? Because this was a particularly good one, which didn't mean it was great. It was just Yeah, it was memorable. season four. Because Troy was like, if I wanted to learn about uh, European history, I'd watch Game of Thrones. Okay. 
I mean, but Doctor Who and Inspector Spacetime both exist in the community universe. Have they referenced Doctor Who in the in community? You know, I don't know, but Dan Harmon said they did, so I'll take Dan Harmon's word for it. Maybe we'll see it in season two when we get to that rewatching period. That's true. All right. Uh, so that's that's Britain Abed. You know who probably referenced it? Who? Duncan. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, go on. Uh, then Annie, Jeff, Shirley, Duncan, and Chang are, are planning the dance, but then Annie leaves that to do other things. Yes. So it's the midterm dance. Yes. And uh, they leave. So Annie leaves. <laughs> Let me say that group again. Shirley, Jeff, Duncan, and Chang Hell of a pair. To plan a, hell mid, of a double pair. Midterm dance. That's all what you by call themselves. a group of four people, right? A double pair? Yeah, there's no there's no word for that. Yeah. Okay. Just a double pair. <laughs> I try to I try to think of the word and, and nope. I know the word, but if thanks. they were related, they would be quadruplets. Yeah, but if they also sang and were barbers They'd be a quartet. Boom. Well, you never you're talking about the great genre of music barbershop double pairs, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, then we also have um, the the kind of main storyline mm-hmm. is that of uh, Buzz Hickey. He's given the easy task yes. of getting the uh, a bulletin board has fallen down. Yeah, it needs to be rehung. Yep, rehanged, hung, hanged. Because I know if you get hanged, you that's hanged. Yeah, a bulletin board needs to be screwed into the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So get the grammar girl on this podcast. Um, do you know her? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, uh, Buzz Higgy, let's just follow this storyline. Okay, see where this goes. This labyrinth. <laughs> there it is. Good. Uh, Buzz Hickey goes first to Jerry the janitor. Yes, who we referenced, who we have previously referenced in the episode that'll drop tomorrow of the CFL. <laughs> we, um, we kind of had a visionary moment. Yeah, we, we recorded it before we saw this episode, but we did mention that Jerry the Janitor should have been in the CFL. Yeah. And then lo and behold, he was on this very episode. Makes sense. Yeah. And uh, he goes to Jerry the Janitor to get, uh, get this task done, to get the drill. And, yeah. and uh, he says a drill and some screws and yeah. a ladder or something. And Jerry's like non-compliant. Yes. He he says, oh, you got to put in a work order. With, with the head janitor. The head janitor. Yes. So uh, Buzzicky returns. Should tell- I be looking at my notes for this? It seems like we're just diving in. I, that's what I just said. Let's okay. dive in. Okay. Okay. But it's weird to dive in storyline by storyline because my notes aren't organized that way. <laughs> that's what I'm going to say to that. Uh, okay. Well, I got to know that is about here in this scene. Okay. Um. Actually, technically, it's the next. It's the next scene. Okay. Where they go into the janitor's room. Okay. So Annie takes Buzz Hickey down to the janitor's. Yeah, room. Hickey gives up. Yeah. And and because he says he understands. He knows when to stop when it comes with Brown. Yeah. Yeah. He knows when it's not worth it. Yep. Um, and he immediately senses this is not worth it. Yes. So uh, Annie refuses to let him stop. They they go in to meet the janitors, where we see Eddie Pepitone again, who had previously appeared uh, as Crazy at, Schmidt at least twice as Crazy Schmidt. Yeah. Did he ever appear in season four? If he was in that scene with Jerry, in that scene, I remember he was in the excellent cold open in the Yam episode. Yeah. When <laughs> just to replay a great line from that episode, um, when he uh, 
he believed that his dental hygienist was sending him mixed signals because she always had it, her hands in his mouth. <laughs> um, and then, of course, he called Chang a homewrecker for uh, ruining his relationship with a mannequin leg. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Eddie Pepitone's here again. Mm-hmm. He's the head janitor. Um, and he says, oh, you know, to, he puts in a work order after Annie is nice to him. But in order to move it up to the top of the list, where it's currently below a uh, lower flagpole for Reagan's death. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so to put it to the top of the list, he has to see the head custodian. Yeah. Here's what Annie says. <laughs> Annie says there's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to which Jerry says, uh, you know, we were just starting to like you. He gets angry at that. Yeah. Which my note here is Jerry is in a lot of feuds at the school. As a janitor, he's feuding with the custodians. And as a plumber, he's feuding with the uh, air conditioner repair. Uh, yeah. Jerry seems to be a volatile figure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that. Also, I would feel if plumbing... If you had to pick a job that plumbing would more likely fall into, custodian or janitor, I would say custodian seems more more likely to do plumbing than a janitor. Mm, I don't know. Because a custodian is someone who, who, who guards over something, who, who makes sure everything is right with the thing. If you want to get technical about what the word means. Interesting. Whereas janitor is specifically just cleaning, I feel. Anyway. Andrew does not care about that, but I think it's an I, important point. I thought about it, and then I thought... It doesn't matter. <laughs> I think it does matter. I care about the difference between a janitor and a custodian. God damn it. There's a dog rubbing on my microphone. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry for the noise interference. Nucky does not understand what this microphone is. Yeah, he just brought his face to it like he was going to talk. <laughs> He's sniffing it intently. Uh, where was I? So uh, I, I I just want to register an official complaint for the way we're going through this episode and the confusion take it, over. and I the was, confusion it has brought me uh, for my notes. You're the only one confused. <laughs> um, then so, take over. Okay, I was trying to I was trying to move it along. Uh, okay, so we see the start of Abed. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Abed basically Abed has spoiled something on the TV show for Britta. just to be a dick, really, because he was upset that she wasn't caught up and 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 didn't couldn't take her nonsense because she was just being a hipster about it she didn't want to watch the show when it was cool she wanted to wait a couple years look i'm gonna defend her right now not but you'll for the same reason no it's a different it's similar but not close enough okay what's your reason she doesn't watch show because she feels if you watch a show while everyone thinks it's great you're making a statement and she doesn't yeah that's not why i do it yeah what i do do, i'll wait for a show to be done (laughs) So that way I can know that it has an ending and then catch up to it. You you just need to start stop getting too attached to shows. Because I will start a show and it will get canceled and I have no closure. You know what? Why don't you just fucking give me my Twin Peaks DVD back then? Because I hate to tell it to you, that show was abruptly canceled. Well, I'll watch Firewalk with me and get <laughs> that's no a, answers that's a, more. Because that's a prequel. Yeah. So you will get no answers from I'll that. wait until he puts out the three-hour version of Firewalk with me that he originally wanted to. That wasn't just a prequel. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I think you're both dumb. But here, in a situation like Brit is in where the, your entire group of friends is watching a show, mm-hmm. and you want to watch a show, but you're purposely not watching it for your own bullshit, yeah. and they're frustrated because they can't talk about it, you would not agree that you were in the wrong? Do you think she has money to watch it? Yeah. They do reference it specifically. It is on HBO. Do you think Britta has a problem with uh, torrenting? Do you think Britta would know how to torrent? That's true. That's the better point. Uh, I, you, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to suggest someone's got an HBO Go password she could use. 
She wasn't in on the Netflix password deal that was going on in cooperative polygraphy. That's true. Well, who knows? <laughs> exactly. But then how do you think she's watching it now? The what? DVDs are the most expensive way. For she wasn't watching it. She was watching it. She had started season one. Oh. Hmm. Maybe she's dating a guy just for his HBO Go. Okay, now we're getting ridiculous. <laughs> That's because, totally in line yeah, with Why her couldn't she do that at the start? Because she wanted to make a statement. Okay, this is this is going nowhere. <laughs> the, the argument, well, then you basically have agreed with me then, because the argument is 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 for money. She couldn't. You're saying her secondary reason was for money. Yeah, we know why she didn't watch it. She wanted to make a statement, and I agree with Ava that that's dumb. But I do. I while I agree with Ava that that's that's dumb, it was kind of a dick move to then just spoil it for her. Yeah, which is what he did. Yeah, this was a fucking long walk to get to that plot point. Yeah. Um. But uh, so Abed spoils it for uh, uh, to be vindictive because he doesn't like the way she's not watching it. Um, so then she vows to read all the books and and thus spoil it that way. Um, uh, so and Abed uh, is going to best her and avoid the spoilers. He takes to wearing a ear ear muffs, uh, you know, noise canceling earmuffs. Which I thought was like some crazy foresight that he had there. Yeah. Like, the first moment that we see her carrying a book, reading the ending, he's already got the noise-canceling earmuffs on. I could see that as... Uh, I could see Abba making that prediction. I mean, it. yeah, but like... Obviously, I mean, come on, his his web series a week before probably had that in it. Do you think he's still doing this? Uh, I don't know, maybe. And do you think he already owned a pair of noise-canceling headphones, or do you think he went out and bought those right away? Uh, You know, I don't. I don't know. I feel like an equal case could be made for both. Because this could be a moment where he just admitted he already had a false butt. Or... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Callbacks. Um, okay, so uh, Abed is doing the census with the uh, noise-canceling uh, headphones on. They're not headphones, I suppose, because they're not like Bose. They're like, they don't play music. They just cancel noise. But they're still headphones. They're phones you wear on your head. Do you know what a phone is, Andrew? Yeah, you got them on right now. <laughs> the, these are headphones because phone specifically means noise is coming out of it, dummy. <laughs> are earmuffs headphones, Andrew? If, if it's Wait, winter so in your is cold? he wearing ear canceling earmuffs? Um, ear cancel noise canceling earmuffs? Yeah, basically. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> okay. We didn't actually specifically see if what the model of headwear he was wearing had a plug that you could potentially plug in for sound they didn't have a cord so it wasn't i mean you have you not seen headphones that have detachable cords no that's a thing i have not seen that very high-end ones um okay we're, we're not gonna get to the bottom i think they're earmuffs well they're definitely noise canceling yeah, they're, they're like what you would wear at a gun range which are not headphones Ooh, what do they call those uh well you know what we'll find out Look that up. Uh, uh, but anyway, he's doing what you want me to talk about. You well, look it up, and I'll talk. He's about doing it. a census, and he runs into a deaf girl. Right, the deaf girl. <clears throat> he a- he asks if she'll fill out the census. She says she's deaf. I don't know how to Google this. Um, and he asks if she's deaf. I feel like a lot. Gun range on Google. The first suggestion is gun range Las Vegas. I don't know why people in Vegas specifically are looking for so many gun ranges. No, if you go to Las Vegas, there's a special gun range there. Okay. Like for bachelor parties. Anyway. Gun range. Um, and he he does like fake sign language that produces subtitles that say silly words. 
Okay. Uh, and then wait, what, 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 what? Yeah, when he you talking about the Ewoks already? No, he. I'm saying he does fake sign. Right away, he starts doing fake sign language. Oh, right. I didn't hear you because I was looking at these. I was trying the to find the answer to this. I didn't quite hear you. The subtitles that pop up on screen for sign language are producing the funny words that he's saying that like aren't sentences. Yes. It's it, one time it was like banana something something like it was just a string of words. Yes. Okay. I've got some answers. <clears throat> uh-huh. Uh huh. Some of them just refer to it as hearing protection. Okay. This one says earmuff hearing protection. Earmuff okay. hearing protection. Okay. And then one of them calls them Sonic Defenders. I like that. So yeah. he's wearing Sonic Defenders. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So yeah, he's wearing Sonic Defenders. He's doing the thing with the subtitles. It's <coughs> it's, it's, it's delightful. Yeah. Um, then my next note is about them later. Okay. Well, more happens. I know, but I don't have any notes in between them. Uh, how much do you think happens with all the other storylines? It's hard to keep up. Yeah. That's why I was going to break it up by storyline. Yeah, but then I don't know where I am in my notes. Uh, you got to take better notes. We, oh, what? You fucking code that? What, do you have a color-coded system no. where storylines are in different colors? It's all up here. I don't, he pointed to his head for the audience at home. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, the camera's not on? What a second. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. So, sh- should we dance time? Sure. <laughs> it's it it pops in and out. Should we check in with the dance? Yeah. So since Annie has left the those four, the double double the double, pair. double pair, um, Chang starts pushing for something that he's calling bear down. Yeah, bear down for midterms. For midterms. Yeah. And nobody understands, and he yes. keeps saying it. He's, they keep asking him to explain, and he just keeps saying bear down for midterms. He's like, you get it? You're you. Bear down. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, he puts on a little crying act. Yes. Uh, he says, even though he was crazy. Do it, you think that was an act? Well, I'm saying act. I, it was real in a sense. I think it was. I think it was, I think Chang genuinely didn't understand why they couldn't understand what he was trying to say. Yeah. Because in his mind, it made perfect sense. <clears throat> uh-huh. And I think that caused him a lot of stress. And then I, I think that was not at all an act. All right. I'm just making fun of him because I don't like him. So I mean, he's. I mean, he, he's. It's. I mean, he's still like a, a stupid person. Like yeah. It's still. He's still worth making fun of. Uh. So they they go along with it because they feel bad for him. Yeah. Because he's not technically crazy anymore. Yeah. So he must be making some sense. Yes. And then he also pulls the race card, so everyone goes, "Oh no, we're not racist." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So they start making the bear. Things. which is just putting bears everywhere <laughs> yeah yeah uh later on we get the the other part of it so let's let's yes. go back to something else do you want to talk about annie and and buzz well let's check in with them yeah yeah so buzz aldrin goes to the moon settle down <laughs> they go to the custodian they go to the custodian function. mixer yes. or something like that which for a, a school that is that a, is that is that just greendale or is that custodians from all over might be custodians from all over. Because I gotta, I gotta say, for a for a store, a store, for a, a, a learning store that has as many money problems as Greendale. That I went to Greendale. That's why I call it a learning yeah. store. That has as many money problems as Greendale does. That seems like a very large custodial staff. No, mixers aren't always like from from everyone from the same place. It's from all over. Yeah, that's why that... even, a lot of mixers are even open to people who are like like 
uh, consider if someone wanted to be a custodian, they would come yeah. to the mixer to meet no, other custodians about, I agree to get in. Mixers and generals, but this one they seem to be all wearing the same uniform. And well, Kumail definitely his uniform definitely said Greendale on it. Well, no, and he was also definitely part of the hierarchy. He was a yes. uh, deputy custodian. Yes. He was deputy C- custodian Lapari. Yeah, so they meet deputy custodian Lapari, who was played by the great Kumail Nanjiani, mm-hmm. who uh, our Armenians will know and love as as a regular part of that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harmontown, I should say, because I realized I said Harmenians and Harmontown fans would know what I was talking about. Yep. But if you if you were not a Harmontown fan, you'd be stuck on the outside. You didn't get what I was referring to, and you don't get why Kamel is important. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to help. Just agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> so Buzz makes some small talk with him, which leads into bribery. Yes. Uh, so then they get to meet the head custodian. Well, it leads into extortion, really, because he he says that uh, the the toilet. Um, oh yeah, he says he says the the wood shop's toilet is 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 impro- is like over is too powerful, too powerful basically, and he he hints that he might report him yeah. if they don't play along. And but then he also suggests, but if you do play along, yeah, maybe a little something for you. Yeah. So it's a little it's it's extortion leading into bribery. So they meet head custodian Bob Waite, played by Nathan Fillion, the great Nathan Fillion. Uh, and w- when they meet him. He is talking to what appears to be a general and a man in a suit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, that's the, this is again like the air conditioning repair school. Like yes. what kind of power yeah. do these, do these men hold? It also seems like Jerry the janitor is always on the wrong side of these feuds as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or, you know, if you're a man of the people, maybe you support Jerry. Yeah, I think I do. <laughs> I think I've always stood with Jerry the janitor. So, uh... Then uh, Nathan Fillion makes it very clear that in order for them to get what they want, uh, he needs uh, websites unblocked. Yes. Porn unblocked. Yeah. Which is a great moment where he just says websites unblocked and Annie like uh, applauds Hickey's keen detective skills and realizing that it was porn because she genuinely never would have guessed that. Yep. Uh, Oh, Annie. So they have to go to an IT lady. Yes. Played by Paget Brewster. Played by the great Paget Brewster. And uh, hey, we are, we've already hit three Thrilling Adventure Hour alums yeah. in this episode. So, uh, Paget, so this is uh, Annie, basically, she gets, now that she's into this bribery business, yeah. <laughs> she just comes right out and says, tell, tell us what, what you, you want. What do you want and we'll give you what, and, and you give us what we want. And she, she has this great, uh, Paget Brewster's character has this great moment where she goes, oh, thank God, I can just say that. Yeah. <laughs> like, we just skip all this nonsense and just get right down to it. Yeah. She wants better parking. Yes. Um, so they have to go to the parking administrator. Played by the great Robert Patrick. Yes. Which is why at this point I wrote down guest star Palooza on, on my thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wants control over all of the bulletin boards. Yes. There's also a moment when he refers, he says the IT guy, which is like great little subtle indication that this character is sort of sexist. Yeah. And that he just assumed. And uh, then it, it's understood... The reason why he wants control over the bulletin boards yes. is because then he will stop ride sharing. Yes. Because the only thing that is the enemy of the parking administrator <laughs> is carpools. Yes. He's he's only powerful if parking is scarce. Yeah. If parking is, is is wanted. I understand uh, this. Which when is you, great. You park at community colleges. <laughs> I know this is new. For, have you ever had to park at a community? Ah, oh, you jerk. No, sir. I have not. Uh, I rode a bike the entire lived time a good I, life. I went to community college. Parking at a community college. Parking at even at my college right now. Rough stuff. Rough stuff. Um, it's just it's just far. It's like, just very far from where you want to be. <laughs> they got shuttles at your school now. 
I've never ridden one. I don't trust it. I, okay. I like that uh, based every everyone that works at Greendale is involved in a power struggle at some time. Uh, they, they, everyone is just like power-hungry egomaniacs that work at Greendale, mm-hmm. which um, I, I kind of like that Greendale is this place that, that attracts people who know they can take their job in certain ways way too seriously and in other ways way not enough seriously and that they're not actually doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, then I think uh, before they get to the dean, there's well, my, a, there's my some other scenes of, going on. Well, my note about uh, we've already passed over my other note about uh, Abed and, and the lady. I thought that was after this. Wait, no, because they do these three in no, a row. No, my other note was about uh, no, no, it was before this. Listen, I've got two notes, Good. and we're we're about Abed and his lady. Okay, we passed over one, and we're already at the other one. So we're, we're we've arrived at the same problem where I've got two in a row. Sure, do it. Uh, but. Um, there's a night. There's a moment where so Abed has established that he doesn't understand any sign language. When he first meets the deaf yeah. lady, he's just uh, you know, he's just doing random hand signs. Mm-hmm. And then the next scene, without without ever seeing them together again, we see that he has learned a little bit of sign language. Mm-hmm. This is before he even says, "I learned how to say this in sign language." Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, a, yeah. Uh, Britta. Britta tries to Britta writes in very large letter on a piece of paper a spoiler from the show and puts from it the in books. All, well, I mean from the books, but that she knows is going to be in the show. Well, but the, it's the, specifically the, in the books and not yeah. yet in the show. But the point is, she's spoiling the show. Is what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, and she puts it in Abed's locker, mm-hmm. um, and Abed uh, pre- is prescient and 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 avoids it and does not look when he opens his locker mm-hmm. and then signs to Britta. You know, I knew you were going to do this or something, mm-hmm. which is nice, a, a really nice indicator that like, oh, we you know, without ever even seeing them together again, we know that Abed is into this girl because he's learning sign language for, her, which was a nice moment. Yeah, or maybe he just likes the gimmick. Maybe, I, I think ch- I chose to see it as a sign that he liked the girl. I, I I I believe in humanity and Abed. You clearly don't. I'm gonna put it to you this way, because when you get to your second note, so in that next scene with her, well, I also have a note about Hickey that I'd forgotten was about Hickey. Oh, for God's sake, <laughs> let's get, let's deal with this girl and then back to Hickey and then back to the girl. Uh, when he's when he he tells the girl that he learned like he signs, I learned how to say this in sign language. Yeah. And then she says, oh, you're a fast learner. And then he just does it again. Yeah. He's just into the gimmick. No, I disagree. I feel like he just... No, that's all he knew how to say to the girl. Oh, come on. Why would you keep... You... How, why would he keep signing the same thing? Cynical bastard. Why would he keep signing you the same thing? cynical bastard. It's good for comedy, but in a realistic sense, if you're... If you learn... No, that's like a cute thing you do in a movie when you like a deaf girl. Not in real life. That's why Abed's doing it because he thinks it's in a movie or he'd seen it. In he, movie. Likes, he likes he likes the gimmick as a way of liking the girl. Do you think he actually liked the girl? Because yes. Britta makes a reference to the. He was this... absolutely sad at the end of the episode when he walked away. There is oh I forgot to talk, I had that note but I forgot to talk about it. Britta at the start of this episode um, when he very first meets the deaf girl, mm-hmm. Britta says, "Oh, are you going to have another intense burst of compatibility with a, a girl that we'll never see again?" Uh-huh. Which is a great reference to. Uh, well, today it's Rachel, who we do see again. Spoilers. Yeah, foreshadowing. And also to, uh, what's her name? Eli- Eliza Coop's character. That was in season two when she was the uh, the federal agent that, that was investigating right. in the school. And I, th- I want to say there was a third one that I'm not remembering. At the you know what? I'm remembering a third was. one too. Um, Where's it at? Don't know. It's in my brain. Don't know. Was that in season four? Wait a second. 
what the federal agent no 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 never mind i'm remembering definitely season two i'm remembering the exact same episode where we meet rachel in season four (laughs) is the episode where annie tries to set him up with a lady and shirley tries to set him up with a lady yeah yeah. that's all the same episode (laughs) yeah i know and i'm remembering it as separate episodes (laughs) because to me it doesn't make any sense i believe there definitely was a third yeah there's someone in season three Mm, we'll never know until we rewatch season three (laughs) you like season three the best why don't you remember you know it's hard Shit's hard, man. Um, but anyway, that was a great line. Nice little reference there. Calling out the past trends. Um, my next note is Ewoks. Okay, do you want to do that one and then we'll go... Well, after we, we, we still haven't gone to the Hickey note, uh, which is just Labyrinth, exclamation part is my note. Uh, Hickey makes a Labyrinth reference, which is great for me because David Bowie is the greatest human being who's ever lived. Do we also want to talk about the Dean's version of the Labyrinth well, reference? Well, I got that note when it, when it came. That's also in there. Okay. Um... This is all, you know, significant because Labyrinth was a big thing on Harmontown. Again, another Harmontown con- uh, connection Yeah, for all but you Harmonians What, what we're going to tell you right now, if you don't listen to Harmontown, is that if you listen to it, you have a deeper connection to community. Yeah, because you know where Dan Harmon's head's at. Yeah. And his head is at, uh, unfortunately for me, this is the one, uh, Dan Harmon does not like Labyrinth, but his girlfriend loves it. Yeah. And so does Jeff Davis, or at least he has to, because he has the super accurate costume. Yeah, well, Jeff Davis loves dressing as David Bowie, I think, <laughs> which is a good look for him. I think they're, they're, they are the same kind of good looking. Okay. <laughs> I had to think about it there. for a second. <laughs> but you know it's true. Yeah. Um, See, so yeah, there's a Labyrinth restaurant reference, great. It's, it's important for the later reference that he, that um, they don't say David Bowie by name. They just refer to him, uh, Hickey refers to him as a bisexual rock star, mm-hmm. which is accurate. And what, well, how does the Dean call him? Uh, a macho rock star. Macho rock star. <laughs> uh, which is pretty great. So we've yeah. covered the Dean reference there. Uh-huh. Um, next, Ewoks. Ewoks. Um, so uh, so Obwed is pro-Ewok. Obwed is pro-Ewok in this scene, it seems. Is he? It seems like it. I feel like he's just sad that she doesn't know what they sound like. So, which, why would you, if you hate Ewoks, why would that make you sad? You would be happy for a person who didn't know what Ewoks sound like. I'd be happy for a person that didn't know what Jar Jar sounded like. Correct. So Ewoks... Or at least a little delightful. I don't. I, I don't know if I can go for you. Go with you on that one. Or maybe he was like excited, like, "Oh man, what if I was deaf and I could live in that world where I didn't know what Ewok sound like?" I don't know. I think Ewok is such a thing where they make a noise that doesn't exist in the world. Yeah. Can you think of something else like that that is in movies? Nope. Yeah, I think that's just like okay. I can see that. That's like a very specific. Like they make a weird noise. Yeah. And just by looking at them, you wouldn't guess that noise. It's true. So, so Abed is just troubled that she doesn't know what Ewoks sound like. She does, she says how the subtitles describe it, which he agrees is actually pretty accurate. It's very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, should we go back to the dance? Uh, uh, yeah. Or I want to I want to touch back on the Dean, but yeah. Well, the dance we've we've kind of because my next note is about the dance later. Uh-huh. And that's after the uh, so you know we still got to cover the the how the why the bear incident had to go away. Yeah. So first, Chang suggests a birthday, also a birthday theme, which I you know what's weird? I thought they were going to build it into Chang was throwing himself a birthday party. I could see why you would think that. And I was I was thinking that'd be kind of funny. Yeah. 
Like just just on a surface level. Like I, that's, I like what they did though. I yeah, what <laughs> yeah. they did is inspired. So yeah, so they they've got their bears everywhere. There's bears in birthday hats, birthday also a birthday yeah. theme. Uh, in which case, Fat Neil. At which point, rather, Fat Neil shows up. Um, they're all proud of themselves, saying, "Hey, man, I guess it's not you. Just pick a theme and go. It actually looks kind of good." Uh-huh. And then Fat Neil says, "Too soon." <laughs> and to which they all say, "What? What are you talking about?" Uh-huh. Uh, and he reveals that that very day, it had been all over the news. A bear had gotten loose at a child's birthday party and mauled several children. And that's when Chang remembers that's where he got the idea for this. Yes. <laughs> that's where he got Bear Down and also the birthday. The, the idea that there should be a birthday element to it. Um, so they have to change it. Uh, or do we want to get to that? We'll go, well, should we go, let's go to the Dean first because okay. that Dean scene happens first. Um, finally, uh, Annie the, and Buzz end up at the Dean's. Because he's the one to... who can who can get rid of uh, ride sharing. Yeah, well, he has to approve of... Well, he has to make Robert Patrick the... the... Corkboard master. Yeah. Or whatever. Uh, See, here's the thing. You call bulletin boards corkboards. Yeah. Because that wasn't in the episode. That's just something you will casually do. Yeah. No, in my life, I was like 21 years old before the first time I ever heard someone refer to a bulletin board as a corkboard. That's how I've only ever called them corkboards. Yeah, I've, I, 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 it took me a lot. See, this is why this is why I'm not thinking bulletin board cork. I'm thinking bulletin board bulletins. Well, but how do you do it? How do you bulletin on it? That's not important. <laughs> <laughs> And listen, if I'm thinking I'm gonna walk from here to the kitchen right now, you're not thinking, well, I gotta walk on carpet. Like carpet's not coming into your head. Carpet's just a background thing that happens as part of the process. That's a weird analogy. <laughs> but it makes sense. How do you attach things to your bulletin boards? Cause see, if you're saying bulletin board, that's broad enough where I could also imagine magnetic. Yeah. But it's not important. I just, <laughs> if uh, you know, uh, if I said write something at the board, you're not thinking, okay, is it dry erase or chalk? Yeah, I am. Well, you're weird. You micro- that matters to me. You micromanage thoughts in a very strange way. That matters suggest. to me. I'm a big picture thinker, and you're a weird micromanager. I've, I'm in a strange situation where some of my classrooms, for my classes, have have dry erase, and some have chalk. And you think about that as an important distinction. Yes, because it's weird. Okay. This is a separate podcast, I think. <laughs> this is all just explaining why I didn't immediately connect the cork and the title to yeah. corkboards. Um, but we're, so we're in the dean's office. So, and the dean... Uh, is the last to sign off. Once he does it, it's all gone through and they get that board. Yeah. Uh, and he wants um, Hickey to participate in a toast <laughs> and say, easy peasy lemon squeezy. Yes. Uh, which which Hickey dr- refuses They're to drinking do. what, margaritas? It seems like they're drinking margaritas. Yes. It looks like they had um, Senior Kevin's Deliver. That's, That's what it looked like to me. That, that would make sense, yeah. Um, Can we talk about Hot and Brown, by the way? I sent you a message on Facebook. We did. To. We, well, I saw your message. We talked about it in the episode? No. Okay. Do you want to talk now? I, feel I, like think, it's I just think it's interesting. Place. Well, we didn't talk about it last week. In the previous episode, uh, we see on Shirley Island uh, splattered on the walls kind of uh, uh, flyers saying Same. that Hot and Brown is hiring. Yes. Hot and Brown, as we all know, was the coffee place before Shirley Sandwiches and before Subway. Uh-huh. Um, Which is tremendous news because I was a big fan of the joke title "Hot and Brown" for a coffee place. I'm glad. I, I'm, I'm glad to see that appearing in the show in some way. Uh, I think it could be old flyers. Even they're just old flyers. Yeah, I, mean, I think that makes it. the most sense because they built Shirley Island out of what they had on hand. You think that they have flyers from at that point, like two years ago, just lying around? It's Greendale, I guess. And you know what, though, as established in this episode, they have a problem updating their bulletin boards. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. 
So, um, back into this episode, Hickey won't do the toast. Yeah. And the Dean <laughs> says, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you have to do the toast. Or yeah. You have to do, do the toast. Uh, so then Annie and Hickey have a confrontation yep. where Hickey says, I thought you were better than this. Yeah. Uh, and the Dean says, I don't know what just happened, but I think I should do this. And just <laughs> rips, tears up the... <laughs> rips the, uh, yeah. confirmation or whatever. Yeah. The authorization the form. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. Yeah. Okay. So my, okay. So now we're at, we're at the dance. Yep. Which has now become to hastily cover it's, it up has become the fat dog dance, <laughs> which, which they explained to Annie is like, yeah, you got a fat dog with finals. Yeah. You just got to get fat dog. Like, Oh, I'm really stressed. Oh, it's fat dog. That's fine. <laughs> look it up on Wikipedia. Cause it's real. Yeah. Uh, sure. I, I find it interesting that Shirley and Duncan were the pair that took care of making a Wikipedia page for fat dog. Well, I don't know. Let's think about that for a second. <laughs> Couldn't be Chang. No. I Jeff? guess. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> i mean jeff knows how to text yeah i don't know how good he is on a computer it's true here's what i like about surely makes sense because she went to business school to sell goods on the internet at one point you do you think wikipedia comes into that a lot maybe okay listen here's why i love fat dog for no reasons <laughs> i genuinely love it as a phrase because it makes sense to me <laughs> because who's more relaxed than a fat dog i also i i really enjoy it because if you look at all the decorations, they've changed flawless. Yeah. I'm not even going to say, like, I could tell. Like, if if I walked into a room full of those decorations, I'd go, oh, a bunch of dogs on the wall. Yeah. Bears are just fat dogs with different ears. <laughs> and they put spots on some of them. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's perfect. Collars and spots. <laughs> yeah. That's what we should say. That's why they made it, made fat dog the theme was because they could change bears into fat dogs. Yeah, very easily. <laughs> just great all around. Um, um, so we got... Big events at the Fat Dog Dance. Uh-huh. Should we save the biggest for last? Yeah. Okay. Of course. So first, um, Abed has fully learned sign language now, uh-huh. and he is communicating with the deaf girl, um, and then she spoils uh, not Game of Thrones for him. Yeah. Um, and when it is revealed that all along, she had been paid by Britta to, to get into Abed's life. No, I think she'd, she, she'd been paid by Britta to spoil it. I think Britta waited until... She got into Abed's life. I disagree completely. You think from the beginning? She just walked away after she spoiled it because her job was done. If she had, if she was legitimately in Abed's life, she would have hugged around and said, "Oh, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. I needed the money." No. I think from the, I think absolutely from the, she, the, the, the thing was that from the beginning she was a plant, which is also why I wrote down the note: evil, evil Britta. <laughs> No, I don't think that was... I think 100... I think you're crazy I if you don't Britta think I think saw that. the opportunity. No, 100%. Once they met. 100%. That, I mean, maybe once they met, but I think it was as soon as they met. Yeah, if, I can agree with the that. Truth. But I, I, I don't... I think maybe it's that, but I, I don't even think it's that. I think she was a plant all along. I can't agree with that. Nah. That would, that would suppose that Britta... Had knew a deaf person to contact them as soon as she saw. Not necessarily. That means Abed. she saw a deaf girl at the school uh, 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 as soon as she. And then tried. why did she try and pull the locker trick if she already had the deaf girl long con? Have you? That is spoken like a man who has never pulled a long con to me. <laughs> well, you don't know how many long cons I got going on right now. <laughs> anyway. Fine, we disagree on that. Any which way you can. 
is what I say to that. Well, any which way but loose <laughs> is what I reply to you. <laughs> You're coming at me with the first movie. I'm already at the sequel, dog. <laughs> Talking about Clint Eastwood and orangutans here on Shut Up, Clyde. <laughs> Ooh, good pull. Thank you. I only remember that because of Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that happens. Uh, Abe gets very upset, and here's why I'm saying he was legitimately very much into that girl, because he was genuinely upset at this point. Uh-huh. Do you disagree? I think he was upset because he got spoiled. I think he was upset at both. Because he, he didn't say pretty... When he was upset and he was explaining to Brittany, he didn't say, you spoiled it. He said, I really, really liked her. Is that what he said? Yes. Mm. He said, I really, really liked her. And then his what happened next was he met Rachel, which is the, you know, he that's why he was fine, because he realized, oh, I blew off this other girl. Uh-huh. Um, the, here, there's a, uh, there's a great line here where she says, let's be fat dogs, in trying to get Hobbit to forgive her, uh-huh. which I love that Britta doesn't even get the fake saying, right? She doesn't say, let's fat dog this. <laughs> she says, let's be fat dogs. <laughs> even in this, Britta cannot get it right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I do want to talk about Rachel for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel, of course, is the character played by Brie Larson from from the Gas League year. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is some more course correcting. Yes. Um, which I think is interesting because we we haven't seen a lot of course correcting since like the second episode. Yeah. Well, even like the first, I guess. Yeah. Like I think it they course corrected a lot in the first. Yeah. And then now we're seeing a little bit more because we have to atone Rachel from season four to now. Yeah. Um, and I think she's a good character. Yeah. I like her a lot. I think it was, you know, sad that she came in at a bad time. <laughs> yeah, that was a bummer. Uh, but what do you think of, uh, like, this is like Dan Harmon reclaiming, like, something that he could have had? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree, yeah. I, I don't know that I have a lot to add, but I I, I think it's going to work out. Yeah, You think she's, how, how, do we know how many episodes she's in? Nope. Okay. And we don't know how many for Nathan Fillion, but I knew he was in... I know he's got more than this one. Oh, I did not know that. This is news to me. I'm sorry, but yeah. Huh. I, I don't want to say too much more. Because okay. uh, thanks to some places like Twitter, I have seen pictures wow. of things. Okay. So, <laughs> anyway, um, what are we talking about? Oh, so Rachel. So yes. they, they he's, she's like, oh, let's get lunch. And he goes, no. Let's, Let's get, get dinner. dinner and a movie. So Stepping it up, Abed. And they went back to his place. For the movie, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sex points in CFL. What? That does not count, <laughs> sir. That does not count. I knew I didn't. Um, do I have Rachel on my team? If I'm you're smart, check. you do. I'm going to check. I think I do. Anyway. It's not important to the Shut Up Leonard podcast, but I was wondering. Uh uh, what else happens at the dance? So Chang does the fat dog dance. Yeah, which um, causes Garrett Lam- Garrett Lambert is doing the fat dog dance in the background, and he accidentally knocks the ears off one of the bear uh, one of the bears, thus finding out that it's a bear. And he shouts, "It's a bear dance!" <laughs> yeah, thus ruining the dance. So that mm-hmm. only covers the dance, except yeah, the, except let's the back big, up. The big news we we get a montage. Yes, um, where oh, every- and Hickey hung the the. The, he just went rogue and hung the bulletin board. What are you saying? Big news? No, I'm saying I forgot that's, that. That's the big news. That's not the big news, sir. Well, it's part of the big news. Well, okay, the big news is part of it. 
Yeah, I mean, the big news it's in is the within montage. The, within the montage. So there's but a this montage. This continues after see... the montage. What I'm saying. I'm just saying to completely wrap up. Hickey hangs the bulletin board. Yeah. And uh, no, I want to talk more. I want to say Hickey. When Hickey hangs the board, it's like this act of rebellion. The dean comes in with custodians. This is to not take the big him. news. What are you talking about? The big news is on the television set, and I know, but I want to get through this to get to the big news. That's what I'm trying to do, and you're saying why you're doing this. Because it's a really great moment where but Annie that's what stands I'm trying, up for Hickey. I'm trying to mention it, and you're like, and you're like, what are you talking about in the big news? Like, I'm trying to mention this, and, and you're and you're getting weird. Annie stands up for Buzz. Yes. What's the big news? <laughs> Well, now you're brushing over it, motherfucker. Dean sends in his goons to tear down the the the, um, the bulletin board, or cork board, as you people say. All right. And uh, Annie jumps on one of the goons' backs to stop him standing up for for Hickey. Dean calls the goons off. Uh-huh. Great moment. Yeah. Fantastic. Stuff. The board stands. Yes. Now the big news. Yeah. The controversial already big news. So in the montage, we see uh, Buzz Hickey at home. At home? Maybe he's in his office? You don't think... He's eating out of a bowl. I don't know. You don't think that's his home? You know, I... You thought it was his office? I Here's where I my head was at. Huh. I thought there was a TV at the dance for some reason. <laughs> I was so... Out of your goddamn I was mind. so locked in to the news on the TV after he said it that it just kind of obliterated all other facts. Yeah, uh, so he, he's watching the news, and the main news thing on the TV, we don't get... it's There's, like, some song. I don't remember what the song was playing over this montage. It was a real 80s yeah. sounding song, I remember. And yeah. so it's, 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 you know, catching us up with the fact that the bear dance... It thing is real the the birthday bear massacre yeah it's just, it's a, you see like a picture of a bear and this is like bear massacre and yeah. the woman's reporting and but the, 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 the point crawl. of the, the main point okay but i want to say the main point of the scene is that hickey notices he has a corkboard and he's going to take it to the dance and do his thing yes but in this moment where the tv is visible the news crawl at the bottom says breaking news yeah lavar burton and non-celebrity shipmate or something yeah. of that nature Kidnapped by pirates in the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Troy has been kidnapped by pirates. Yep. It's hard to sink in. I yeah. I don't know. I hope they come back to this. Yeah, I hope they come back too. And I'm my theory here is that it's gonna be uh like a, a an almost season long version of of you know Abed being in the background with the pregnant woman in that one episode where he delivered mm-hmm. a baby, is that and that just throughout the season the rest of the season we'll see little hints like this at Troy's fate. Yeah. Um, Do you think there is the slightest chance that we have one more Troy scene? Uh, I think there's. I mean, hey, after that finale. Pierce hologram, all bets are off. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Community is a show that can make you hopeful. Yeah. Like, that's that I think that is that has always been like the I think the main point of community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh I think that's what I actually really like about Hickey hanging up that corkboard. Yeah. Is because at the beginning of the episode he he mentions how Annie's such an idealist. And here he is at the end, he's eschewing all forms of bureaucracy and bringing his own drill, his own corkboard. Yeah. Just putting it up on the wall. He is, you know, he is. He has realized that he was wrong to just give up and 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 not believe that that good things can be accomplished, mm-hmm. and has chosen hope instead. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention. I love this line that Britta says when she spoils 
the the chauffeur Abed. She says, "To the spoiler goes the victory." Yeah, that that is nice. I love That's that. Very nice. I love it. Should we talk about the tech? Yep. Duncan uh, realizes he's out of Staples. Yes. And so he calls up like the supply hotline for Greendale. Yeah. And so it's like press one for paper, press two for glue, press three for Staples. And before he presses three, it says what it says, press four for Magnolia. Marigolds. Marigolds. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's weird. And it's in a very different voice than yes. the other recorded voice. He's like, oh, that's weird. So he presses four. Yeah. And then he gets other weird uh, flower names. Yeah. And he presses one at random. Yes. <laughs> which they say, enter passcode. He just presses a bunch of random numbers. Yeah. He gets accepted and it patched through to some kind of secret government line. Yes. And where where the voice is like, what's your, what's your clearance? And he You're, says... Top. top yeah <laughs> and he goes are you sure you want to do this he's like no i don't uh, uh, no no, no ca- cancel it he's trying to do an american accent it's uh-huh. pretty great cancel that order and we're hearing like a launching noise yeah we hear planes and then like we hear planes but planes seem to be like over a greendale yeah. <laughs> yeah it's very terrifying yeah which i think this is funny because this goes back to um remember how the the zombie episode started yes it was military experimental food or something yeah it was that was stored at greendale yeah because greendale was like some kind of weird apocalypse well, no, it wasn't site. stored at greendale oh, greendale oh, bought, they bought it because it. it was super cheap <laughs> uh, and they was... had to have they had to have like a general come down to do, yeah. classify them yeah <laughs> well everyone's memory was erased by the event yeah but there, there was a government cleanup crew, definitely. Yeah. Um, Greendale's yeah. like the Area 51 of community colleges. That's right. <laughs> um, so good tag. I yeah, like it. Yeah, good tag. Great episode. Plugs? Yes. I do another podcast called Nerds Eye View, where it's myself, Jordan Scott, Matt Esposito, sometimes uh, little Maddie B over there. That's right. Uh, sometimes Thomas Willett. We Tommy all gather. Dubs. We gather together. Talk about movies and TV. Come together. Uh, every episode, we right now review a new movie. Over movies. Yes. Uh, if you're listening to this episode currently, the last episode, we talk about 12 Years a Slave, and Tom talks about his experience at Sundance. Uh, the next episode, we're going to talk about a little Oscar-nominated film called Nebraska. Nice. Um, Will so Forty's check- in that movie. Uh-huh. Will Forty. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so is Bob Oldenkirk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so go to com or com slash NEV, uh, you know, and uh, find us on iTunes and stuff. Do it, do it. And we're on Twitter, at uh, uh, Podcast. Yup. Good. Um, so you should go to com and check out the other shows that are on there. I host some of them. One of them, you know, Benson's Boombox. Matt and Breno's wrestling show, Popsicles. I'm on all of those. Uh, recently, I'm not on it, although I will be a guest, but recently acquired uh, Nightwing Loves Power Girl. Yes. New to the Benview Network. Be sure to check that out. It's a comics-based podcast. Yes, sir. Uh, look out for a new new homepage coming soon to BenviewNetwork.com. Redesign. Yep. Going to look nice and sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's, it's very similar. Don't, don't make it sound too different. <laughs> I think it's pretty sexy. Okay. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson. You can follow the show on Twitter. That's at shut up Len pod. Uh, you can email us at, sh- uh, it's at shut up Leonard at Gmail, shut up Leonard podcast at gmail.com. And, um, 
You should do stuff to on iTunes, uh, us on iTunes. You should subscribe to us. You should uh, rate us. You should review us. If you review us, or if you tweet us, or if you do anything that gets that that uh, in some way we know your name, uh, we will mention you on the show. Have you checked those? I did. For once, I did. Good. Uh, King James tweeted at us again. Always good to hear from him. He's a great fan and supporter of the show. Uh-huh. And uh, I had given him a shout out previously just for knowing me in real life. And then uh, our good friend Byron Williams wrote us a, a review on iTunes oh, and good. five stars. So shout out again to Byron, this time for the review. Uh-huh. Uh, thank you. It was very nice of you. <clears throat> and go to podcastland.com. Uh, that's a, a newish website where uh, it's like a podcast directory where you can vote on your favorite podcast. Every month they have a podcast of the month contest. All you have to do is go to our page on there, which is in our link uh, or our description. There's a link. Or if you go to podcastland.com and you search for Shut Up Leonard, you'll find us there. You just put in your email, click uh, send. They send you an email. You click on the link. You voted. Yippee! Yeah. Uh, very soon we're going to find out who who wins for January. Probably not us. We don't have a lot hey, of votes. I'm sorry. You can dream. Uh, but I want us to get a lot of votes. So I do want it. us to get up there. Because uh, Community is only going to be on for like three months. <laughs> not a lot of eps. It's true. Well, except now we're getting a little bit of extension because of this Olympics business. Yeah, we'll do season two. Uh, well, yeah, we'll keep going. But mm. I'm just saying uh, a season. I want the current season. I want a lot of press. I want season six to happen. Yeah. So oh, it's going to happen. Six seasons in a movie. Good. Uh, so thank you. Yeah. Thanks a bunch. Friends. Shut up, Leonard.